Welcome to the Accounting Technology Fireside Chat Podcast. Now, sit back and enjoy while Nick and Trevor help you use your technology to make money and delight your clients. Well, good morning, Trevor. Welcome to the Accounting Technology Fireside Chat. We're back again. G'day, Nick. How are you? I'm, I'm all right. And how is the weather in Melbourne? Uh, the weather in Melbourne is fantastic. 22 degrees. We're getting a little bit of hope every week. Every week, we've got another announcement coming from my area. Something's happening today we're a little bit excited about. So um, just so you know, I'm, uh, what am I, about 70 k's out of Melbourne, and they've classed, uh, although we're a shire, they've classed as part of the Melbourne CBD. So we, all of regional Victoria, went to stage two yesterday. <laughs> Wow. And we're stuck in stage four, and it's causing a bit of a, a stir on social media, which is exciting. Yeah. Gives us something to think about and hope for. Yeah, well, I think they should keep you guys locked down anyway. That's just, that's just me. It's, it's, it's old-fashioned. It is what it is. Yeah, no worries. We've got three cases. Yeah, yeah. You, your wife, and the dog, I reckon. Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today, why don't we talk about, you know, I've been I've been thinking, you know, I've, I've been running around with my sound mixing desk and my video switcher and all sorts of things, and I'm trying to think of what's the ideal setup for a techie like me. Um, let's talk about the different roles in an accounting firm. What might be the ideal, you know, work environment set up to actually get your work done most efficiently using tech? How about that? Yeah, yeah, cool. Let's get into it because it's an interesting situation, you know. Now I'm back involved in the accounting space and I'm also in the tech space at the same time. Um, we we get into a lot of discussion about that. It's really cool. Okay, cool. So so let's, let's start off with, uh, I like to start off with roles. What are the different roles you get in an accounting firm? What, what are the people, what do they do? I've, I've heard of partners, um, <clears throat> but what else have we got? Um, well, yeah, you've got your partner. I suppose you've got, you've got your manager. Then you've got your accountant, senior accountant, junior accountant, and then you've got your admin team. And there's there's two parts in your admin team. You know, you've got your admin team that support the accounting network. They're called CSCs, CSAs, client service coordinators, or PAs to the partner, and they provide those services to the. They sort of create the conduit between the the accountant and the client and do a lot of work in the middle. And then you've got your your hardcore administration team, reception, you know, you go then into your accounts payable, accounts receivable in accounts, you know, all in those areas and that as well. So there's um yeah, that would that would be pretty much it. You've also got financial planners, uh, you've got audit, those sort of things. They have different needs and different requirements as well. Okay, so so let's. I think we'll focus on the accounting firm. So if I get it right, I've got partners, um, I've got managers, I've got accountants, I've got admin staff. Would that would that be okay if we sit around those four? Yeah. All right. Okay. So <laughs> so let's start with 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 the person who does the least work, the partner. Person does. <laughs> I, I think the partner needs to be really mobile with their tech. They've right. got to be a lot mobile. They're out seeing clients and meetings and demonstrating, and you know they've got to go up a, a level with that. And I think that. Um, you know, there's still a lot of pen and paper at the partner level um, and, and so forth. And I think that there's that move to more tech and having things in front of them, taking notes. And if you look at the zero eco structure, the newer type of partner, the more modern partner will take with him a Surface Pro or something with him and take notes straight onto that to help the process and speed the process up with keeping the notes, documenting the notes rather than having it written down on a piece of paper and it gets stuck on that piece of paper and nothing goes anywhere. Okay, so we, so we need, need a tablet we can write on for the partner. 
tablet you can write on or at least something you can type on. Yeah, a tablet you can write on would be, be preferable and something would convert that to text, um, you know, that then can be legible, put somewhere. It's a matter of then of saying, well, where are you recording that information to, to, to get attached to the client. That's that's another topic altogether. Yeah, it is. So we can, we can talk about, you know, later on how we use things like OneNote and integrate it in with something like OnePractice to make document management work, blah, blah, blah. We don't have to do that right now. But so the partner, you reckon the key tool is something they can write on which gets communicated to the staff, which they can use to record meetings. But that's primarily what they do, right? They're out there meeting clients. They're out meeting clients. That's their job. Meet, sell, sell, you know, get out and sell. That's what their objective is. Sell services, sell the business, sell everything. You know, they're, they're salespeople. Don't, don't kid. They're, they're nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be careful here, Trevor. <laughs> you're, you're doing yourself down now. So, okay. So, so they're all about, they're all about selling the services of the business. So they're out on a, what about when they come back to either the home office or the corporate office when they let you back? What, what, what should that look like? Are we talking maybe a couple of screens and a docking station so you can just come plug the device in and off they go? Yeah, plug the device in. Have have that one device with them all the time. Nothing sitting on their desk that they've got to go and rekey in. Not that it really matters. I suppose you could have a a laptop and you could have you could have your tablet with you and have another PC. You could do that. I like the idea of having just the one the one PC um, that's that's I manage and I and it just it's, everything's all in one place. Um, it's easy for me. I understand it. I think also there's that thing of you know you're going from a, a a surface to a PC, you're going to a different computer and they, they, they work differently. It's like an iPhone and a, a, a Samsung, you know, you get on those and you, you struggle with that move across, you know? So I think that's important. I don't think three screens are essential for a partner, but I think a big screen is really good. I, I've got a, and um, I've got a, I was three screens, um, you know, my the screen from my tablet and two other screens. Um, and I've now gone to a curved screen. And I just find that I use that a lot better. I was that the third screen I wasn't using. You know, it was just sitting over on the side. I wasn't really using it. I, I tend to use that. And a bigger screen allows me to, you know, as you get older, and most partners are a bit older, um, you can read documents a lot better without needing your glasses on and all of those sort of things as well. Okay, cool. So, so, so ideally single device and you can do two devices right you can use OneDrive and the cloud to make it sync but really yeah. sing, single device that you know and love um that you take everywhere with you you get into your desk you plug it in it plugs into a big screen what about you know printers and scanners and partners don't really need that stuff do they no they get other people to print everything out for them if they need to print they shouldn't be printing anything no i don't think there's a need for a scanning and scanners and stuff like that you know that's where that administration person can help them do that process they can hand whatever they need to have scanned over they wouldn't do that i wouldn't think they need anything like that on their desk okay and what about so people are going to communicate with their partners they're going to send them emails what about you know keeping those emails as part of the client record in terms of yeah, well, you need to be able to do that so they've got to be able to grab their email and save it into a document management system so they need a decent robust document management system that allows them to save their emails into a single place that everybody else has got access to and, and we need to teach the partners how to do that right <laughs> exactly yeah well, all right i was one I, you know look i'll put my hand up you know uh before i met you i was on that same thing and i'm going a little bit back there a bit and it does um you know i i struggle a bit with a few things but um it, it's 
it's a different world, you know, like the, the concept of where a partner of an accounting firm of leveraging their time and leveraging everything, they've got to think about that all the time. They've got to be constantly saying, you know, where is my time best spent? If I can have those mundane tasks and that done by somebody else, then why don't I get that done by somebody else rather than doing it myself? And that's, that's, that's a real thing that they need to think about. And it's, um, it's different in, in, in our world a bit. You would probably come up with a system or a process to automate those mundane tasks. And that's that challenge that we have there. Oh, there goes Scott. Good morning, Scott. How are you? <laughs> Welcome to the Accounting Technology Fireside Chat. Say hello. Good morning, Nick. Hello, everyone. <laughs> G'day. I should have closed that Got door, him. hey? <laughs> All righty. There we go. Scott will close it for me. All right. So, um, okay, we've done the partner. Let's have a chat about the um, – let's, let's go a little bit a little bit below that. Well, not below that. Different. Let's talk about the managers. What do they need? Okay. What are they doing? Yeah, What's their is- job? Look, I've written blogs on uh, what is a manager. You know, that's the, I think the hardest thing is that the manager of an accounting firm is a number of potential people and often slotted all into the same person. So I, I, if I, when I left the accounting industry for a stint and worked with you in Hub One, I saw a different concept of what a manager was and I saw there was different people. There were sales managers. Now, remember we talked before, we said a partner is like a salesperson. So therefore, you've got a manager that's like a sales manager. His job is to take those leads from the partner, put stuff together, go and see the client, put a proposal and say, hey, we want to get you as a client and work with the partner to get that or bring their own leads in and great leads from that. And they're the rainmakers, you know, like they're the rainmaker manager. They're accountants that are really good at doing work that um, get pushed into these roles of doing sales and that that aren't salespeople. They don't like it. They're very good technically. So they be, they, they'll become like a, a specialist, like a tax specialist, and they can do the high-end tax work and advice and capital gains tax advices and structure advices and all of those sort of things. And then you've got your biz- then you've got your business managers, the people who manage teams, and they've got a different role altogether. So if you if you look at an accounting firm, you might have three different types of managers in there, and each are exceptional and in their own right. But everybody gets put into the same pool. So they've got to be productive. They've got to get sales. They've got to teach other people. They've got to do all these sort of things. Some struggle with all of those hats on there. So that's a the manager's role. I find I think the manager's role is one of the hardest roles in an accounting firm. Okay. So to paraphrase what you have, I'm not even going to paraphrase it because it's way too complex. But to yeah. think about the technology they need, it's almost like the partner plus something because they're going to spend a ton of time on the phone, right? Ton of time on the phone. They're going to be doing complex. They're going to be reviewing complex work, right? So, so they're so going to be looking- good, good headset, right? Okay. Yeah. Everybody needs a good headset. I think everybody needs a good headset in an accounting firm. So I think even, I think the partner needs a good headset because the partner's on the phone talking to clients, running meetings, especially now during COVID where you've got to run meetings and so forth. You need to have a, you need to have a good headset. You need to be able to communicate really well with people. And you need to be hands-free so you can actually go and type at the same time, right? Type and talk. Oh, that's, I can't talk. I can't use my phone without a headset anymore. I'm just, I need it all the time. I need to have my hands free all the time. Um, also, it just gets hot and ugly and all of those sort of things. Yeah, you end up leaning like this and doing Leaning like in. that, doing all those things. So a good headset, definitely. I don't think people invest. You know, if you think about what we're talking about, these are the accountant's tools, right? 
So these are the tools of the accountant. And I remember I used to go on Xericon. Remember I used to get up on stage and I'd say to people, okay, do you know the, the standard accounting firm works like this? The new computers come in, they go to the partner who doesn't know how to use all the technology. And then as they get another new one, they give it to the manager and the manager gives his to the um, admin person or to the graduate accountant. And the graduate accountant coming in is probably the most advanced user of tech in the place. And he's got some crappy two, you know, 286 machine back in the back 10 years ago, but they got some machine that doesn't suit their purpose. Okay, so, so, keep, so keeping on, so headsets for everybody, the manager's looking like, yeah, probably a similar bit of kit to the accountant, although maybe less righty on, but but that type of stuff. Getting down to the accountants who actually do the work, they need lots of screens and lots of grunt, right? Yeah, lots of screens. And one thing that we, um, that we used to forget about, Nick, and this is one thing that is the accountants really need the calculator on the side of their keyboard. How do I get that to sit on the screen? I can, I can see it. So they actually need the numeric keypad, right? They need the numeric keypad. That is um, it, it's something that they use all the time and that helps them with their, their work and so forth like that. So, yep, that I would say a manager and accountant definitely need three three screens minimum Yep, because they've got to have their emails running. They've got to have two screens. They've got to be looking at work papers and checking financial documents back and forth. So they need to have those multiple screens going you know, at, at a minimum. Cool. Okay, so multiple screens and a numeric keypad, but everyone's got a good headset and a, and a good device. Now, the admin team. Well, if they're at the front desk, this is an interesting one. If they're at the front desk, right, it depends on what they're doing. So if you're the receptionist, right, mm. the receptionist's role is to look at calendars, look at rooms and so forth like that and see when people are coming in and out. They also need a lot of desk space. They want a clean desk. And I would think something that's a, an inbuilt you know, screen and PC with a keyboard. I, I, and that's what I would sort of, well, I don't know what the correct term for them is, you know, when you've got the, the actual PC and the screen is all, all built in. We call in them all-in-ones. All-in-ones, God, what a silly name. Who would have thought of that? <laughs> um, but I think that they're, they're, it's a presentation. It's a, their first impression as someone comes in. If you've got a, a yucky old desktop with cables running everywhere and all of that sort of stuff, it's not a good look. They need a headset because they're answering phones. They need to have an, a mobile one because they can get up and do some other things. So like when I say a mobile Bluetooth or something like that, so they can get up and, and move around and still answer the phone if they're having to get a coffee for a client and, and do those sort of things. So they need a headset. Um, but, yeah, I think their, their requirements, it's more about a bigger screen, bigger space, but, you know, maybe that it's not so intrusive on their desk. Mm-hmm. When you go to the other administration staff, they're doing a lot more of – word processing, you know, um, creating word documents, reviewing, putting things together. So they're doing a lot of collation. So they're getting lots and lots of documents, putting them together. And if you're thinking about a digital environment with the, where paperless, they need to have a lot of screen space. So they probably need the two, three screens so they can bring multiple documents together into one PDF, create them into a pack and, and send them out for signing. So they're less mobile, not no requirement for mobile, you know, devices and you know having to go around. Probably not as much of a need for that. But I don't see any reason why you would buy anybody a 
a, a tower anymore. I just don't understand. I don't, you know, maybe you could tell me why you would want to buy a tower nowadays. But un- un- unless you're gaming, I, I probably wouldn't wouldn't go there. The towers are for big, you know, fans and cooling and graphics. Now that you know, laptops are so good that you can get yeah. away with that, and it comes with the screen. Mm. What about what about RAM, Nick? Um, like, what about how much RAM you need and all of these sort of things? Because you know, when when we used to work, we were working together. We go and buy our new computers, and I'd go and say, "I don't need much. Two fifty six, one twenty eight RAM." So that's or whatever. not RAM. That's not RAM. So let, oh, me, let, me, get, space. let me get through. The, the, there's there's kind of three different things to think about. You want to think about your processor, and if you're buying Intel, they're really simple. You can have an i three, an i five, an i seven, or an i nine. Um, RAM is really fast memory that the computer uses to to do things. Um, And the more RAM you have, the more applications you can run simultaneously. The higher the number of the processor, the faster that all happens. And then for storing files on your machine, that's where you need the disk space. So um, processors are I with a number, three, five, seven, nine. It's always and does that number. matter, like, realistically? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I'll, go, I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Um, RAM is normally measured, you know, 8, 4, 8, 16, or 32 gigabytes. Um, and hard disk space is now measured, and you start at the very bottom with 128 gigs, which isn't enough to almost do anything, um, all the way up to a terabyte, which is 1,024 gigabytes. So you, you, you really want to find the the mix of the price performance curve so for normal office stuff an i5 is pretty good so you want to not get an i3 they're really slow get an i5 um for people doing lots of complex excel get an i7 Um, complex excel power bi yeah power bi you definitely want an i7 for that um although you get some fan noise um you want to probably have given that everybody you talked about is running multiple applications at the same time even your admin stuff collating you should hover around a minimum eight gigs of ram probably 16. if you're doing big power bi stuff the more ram you throw at it the faster it will be because it will be able to have some of it in, in memory and if you're doing big power bi data sets you need lots of disk space because you want that local to work on it so you'll need you know 512 gigs Upwards. Yeah, so my IT guy in at um, in at Ashford's BizTech, he's doing lots of big Power BI stuff, and so we gave him one of the computers, one of the la- the laptops that the accountants use, and he it just dies, it, it just yep. nothing. So he's uh, during COVID, he's been working on his um, he's got his gaming machine with all the RAM and all the pump, and and it just everything happens in at speed. So when we come out of this, it's definitely we've got to ramp up his. Um, his his computer for working in the office because it was really slowing him down. Yep. And that's when you actually go past a business laptop for someone like him and actually think about getting a gaming laptop. Um, right. Because they come with, they're a bit faster. Don't let him hear that. If you're listening, Austin, it's not, not happening. Right. <laughs> One of those ones with the RGB keys that kind of shine in different colors. You, that makes him it sending you faster. things or something like that. Have you met him? You know, what's going on here? <laughs> no, it's all cool. All right. Well, that, that gives us a really good view of some of the tech. I, I think that's been a kind of fun conversation. We're, we're bumping up against our 20 minutes. So we, we, might, we might finish and let everybody have their day now. Um, but Trevor, thank you so much once again. That's been fascinating today. Yeah, that was a good one. I wouldn't mind del- delving a bit deeper into a few of those things. All right. Yeah, we always say that, and then we get to Wednesday and then we morning. We go, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> we just can always get into anything. It's always good to chat. It is. It is fantastic to talk to you. Looking very well, sir. Thank you. I am yeah, working out. You know, getting outside. We're now we're out. We're out of we're out of uh, winter now. Back in just 
you know, COVID sunny times makes you a bit happier. It does. It does. <laughs> All right, Trav, you take care. It's See good you, to talk to you. See ya. Thanks. Bye. See you then.